This is the Infatuation Podcast, a show where we get together with people to talk about Asian things we love. This is Madison, and on today's episode, we will be talking with photographer Zabrina Deng about some of our favorite movies that star the amazing Tony Leung. Hello, everyone. Just a quick note before we get into this episode. First off, our uh, our guest Sabrina Dang needed to get out of the house to record this. So, as parents of small children know, it's really hard to get any work done when the little ones are around. So, we were chatting outside, and so you'll notice that the birds and the crows were big fans of the Infatuation podcast, and they wanted to get in on the act too. So, you'll hear them. Secondly, um, this is a very visual episode, so if you want to follow along with the photographs that we discussed during the show, I'll, I'll put them up on our Instagram, which is at the Infatuation Podcast on Instagram, and also I'll post those two photos that we discuss, as well as some stills from the Tony Leung movies that we talk about. So please head over there, and hey, if you're not a follower while you're there, may as well follow us too. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, now back to our episode. We really hope that you enjoy it. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to our podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, today, we're going to have a great chat about one of my favorite actors. Uh, we're going to talk about the amazing Tony Leung. And coming along to dig in a little deeper into the art and the life of one of our favorite actors is an artist herself. We have photographer Sabrina Dang. Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, Curtis. Hello. And and it is morning. This is I think this is the <laughs> earliest we've ever recorded a podcast. <laughs> but uh, I know when you have little kids, man, you gotta you have to kind of find the time. I know. So it's either either super early in the morning or late at night. So um, I guess either like early in the morning is great, so I can get more things done. And I saw the sunrise when I drove here, so it was nice. Oh, great! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's a bonus. And we are once again joined by producer Madison. Good morning, Maddie. Hello. Hi, Madison. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, so this is the morning crew. So we're going to, this is just like <laughs> teaching online. I'm wearing my pajamas. You can't tell, but I'm wearing my pajamas. And uh, this is, yeah, this is, this is a, a good one. I like, I'm a morning person, so I like being here. Great. Um, so we have Sabrina here, one, because she she likes Tony Leung, but two, because I just really like what she does, too. She is a photographer. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Gosh. Blushing. Uh, you are the uh, owner and operator of Giza Photography, and you you traveled the world to shoot. Um, how many different countries have you shot in, do you think? Uh, I don't, I don't, I haven't. It's been a year and a half. (laughs) It's been, and plus it's been a while. (laughs) And, um, gosh, uh, but continent wise, I think I've been, I've been to almost all the continent except for Antarctica. uh, (laughs) Yes, Antarctica. (laughs) No one wants to do wedding shoots in Antarctica. Are you kidding me? No, I, I, I'm sure somebody wants to, but uh, but I just haven't lent to that like client that wants to shoot in Antarctica yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. But you, uh, yeah, if you look at Zabrina's portfolio, she has a lot in Paris, Italy, Shanghai, San Francisco, of course. Yeah, and Morocco too. Actually. Oh, yeah, Morocco is is it's like one of my favorite actually country to shoot. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of Africa as well. That's great. Yes. The, yeah. So I can claim Africa now. Yeah. Yeah. Local. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And you are a Sony artisan, and you have been nominated for many awards, uh, almost too many to talk about. But uh, <laughs> you do mostly engagement, pre-wedding stuff. You actually do weddings as well, right? Yeah, wedding day and pre-wedding engagement shoots, um, like elopement. I think the U.S. calls it the elopement photography, mm. elopement photo session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So sometimes people... Asian calls it the pre-wedding. It's it's kind of nice because you're you're already in Paris. May as well do your honeymoon yeah, there too. Right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's actually a very efficient process, and I'm so glad. Like the U.S., like the Western, um, the Western civilization, starting to adopt this process because so then the couple will be a lot less stressful during yeah. the wedding day, just trying to get wedding picture because they already have it done, and so then they can spend all their time mingling with their friends and family, uh, and not. So much about a photo shoot on the wedding day. Yeah, yeah, and and they look amazing. Thank you. <laughs> However, we're in a little bit of a lull right now, right? Oh with yeah, all the travel restrictions. Yeah, so basically, it, it killed ninety percent of my business down to zero. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, which like I was just marketing everything the destination because pretty much like my business is about you know the the glamour and the magic of being on location. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, well, it's okay. But I've seen you post, you, lo you love shooting in Chinatown, you love City Hall. Yes. Yeah, oh, thank so. you. Oh, gosh, yeah, thank you. And um, lately, I've been doing a lot of projects with SF Chinatown, and then um, I guess trying to we um, uh, educate myself how great our city is is so wonderful. You yeah. know, city of SF, and then there's so many interesting spots to shoot, especially Chinatown. It's a place where I sort of grew up. Like when I first moved to San Francisco, the very first landing place it was SF Chinatown, and then I start going to church there every Sunday, Saturday, every long holiday, every long uh, like winter break, summer break. I was in Chinatown, and so spent. A lot of time in SF Chinatown growing up, and um, but after I become a photographer, I never, you know, you know, thought about shooting there until recently. So, um, but it's it's very interesting now that I sort of train my eye to look at SF Chinatown again. It's very very unique, and it's um like every corner is a painting, and um. And and it's got like great character, and the people still live there. All these like big shop and like you know stories behind the owner of the big shop. It just it's so so interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so I, it's kind of like my regret. We falling in love with Chinatown uh, so late in life. Um, yeah. Yeah. So thanks for noticing that. Gosh. Yeah, yeah Curtis. Well, and they need a little boost, right? Chinatown is struggling oh, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, they've really yeah. been hit hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember um, last year in July, um, one of my clients booked me to shoot an engagement session. And then we went there, um, like, shot from like an afternoon from like, say, like 4 to 8 p.m. It was dead. Like, it's yeah. like, wow. They were like, oh, I, I'm so glad you picked this location. There's like nobody. <laughs> I mean, there wasn't anybody going there anyway. Oh. Yeah, during the yeah. pandemic. Um, and then a lot of shops were closed and business couldn't survive. And just because like nobody will go in. And, and yeah. it was 
it, and in a way it was kind of sad too it is yeah yeah so part of me want to help out like you know revitalize um as a chinatown and and make it a, a very i guess um not just an instagrammable place but a place that has character a place has um no, it's a great backdrop for for wedding pictures for engagement picture or fashion yeah. picture any yeah. sort of picture yeah yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I was thinking about doing a show about Chinatown, so I'm gonna. Oh, you do? Uh, yeah, because I, I love it too. I mean, as a kid, I didn't really love it that much. Exactly. It's exactly. kind of dirty and yes, you know, loud, yeah. foreign yeah. for me, very right. foreign. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm appreciating you know, but my my family's grown up there for five generations, so oh, you know, wow. my my mom only lived in Chinatown until she got married, and so it's like I need to get my older oh. relatives, you know, the the folks that grew up there and that's my you know my mom's history is there and so i want to get her on the microphone and maybe yeah. some of my my older relatives and do a little walking recording walking session in chinatown so that'd be oh, fun oh cool cool yeah it's like really interesting yeah so actually yeah. let's let's segue into you a little bit so you where where did you grow up? You grew up in Guangzhou. Or? Yeah, I was born and raised in China. I grew up in Guang, uh, Guangzhou. Moved here during my teenage year. I think I was thirteen when I moved here. Um, I was so so excited, like moving to America back in the day. It was so glamorous, like you know, you get to like <laughs> say bye and tell all your friends that I'm like going to the Gold Mountains. So, um, not so much today. People will be like, "What? Oh, oh, moving yeah. to America? Like it's like it's a very different reaction. It's like way less exciting. Um, but back in the day." It was in the nineties, and we, you know, I grew up watching MTV, you know, like mm. channel, and there's a lot of like new kids on the block and music videos. <laughs> so we all glamorized like moving to America. Uh, um, so, but like the first landing place was like Chinatown. I was like, oh, okay, I guess I can still, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, use Kanto. Um, but I went to high school in Hayward in. Um, High school is pretty common. Eden High School is pretty. It was like a pretty ghetto high school, and uh, I was like one of the third um, Chinese American, including ABCs, like you know, folks like you. Like the, I went mean, one of the third Chinese American in high school, so mm. that forces me to learn English, but not proper English, somewhat like ghetto English, like slangs, uh, kind of funny <laughs> slang. <laughs> But it was great, though. I mean, it really pushes me to uh, really like, you know, like understand more about like a typical American culture yeah, <laughs> being yeah. in that ghetto, ghetto high school. <laughs> and uh, when SAT comes and math was easy, and, but English was hard, but still it was like OK score. And I got into OK college. Yeah, it's not yeah. Berkeley, but I got into Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah. So I went to Davis, too. So Yay! <laughs> but we didn't overlap, so because uh, I'm older, you're, you're. I think you're pretty close to my wife's age, so oh, okay. I think you guys overlapped. But uh, uh, did you yeah. study? So you studied economics, managerial economics, ME. Yeah, it's like the engineering. Yeah, job, I'll major. <laughs> well, like, for, was uh, that for your parents or was that for a job or what were you thinking? It doing was for the job. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I mean, my parents have no idea. They they um they don't have any. They don't have much of a knowledge of what's going on here in the U.S. Uh, my my dad, he's like an like a technician art artist also because he he's a recording artist for China a Guangzhou Symphony. Oh wow! And my mom, she's a writer. So like they're like, oh, you know, do whatever you want to do. Uh, just don't ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kind of like because more like hands off approach. Since, yeah. 
since uh, I moved uh, to America because they're not around anymore. So just、mm. like, okay, you have, kind of have to figure it out yourself. <laughs> And then you started working in the city.、Uh, yeah, so I I work for a healthcare consulting company in the East Bay in、um, Concord area.、Mm. For um, I started as an analyst, and then I become a consultant, and then I become a programmer because they,、um, <laughs> and they they liked that I was very proficient in Excel. I I wrote macros on Excel for、um, hospital databases,、um, and then I. I guess I I was really really bored at work, <laughs> and then I took、um, photography lesson in community college nearby.、Oh, so、wow. after work, I would just run to class, and it's like so interesting. The first time I hear about Henri Cartier-Bresson and all these like really interesting like French documentary photographer,、mm. um, and I just got to expose to photography for the very first time.、Um, And and it was very very exciting, and I always look look forward to do my homework, and shoot these <laughs> like as you know, assignments just in my farmers market or like take portraits of my friend.、Um, and back then, I, Facebook was like first started, and then I post pictures on the internet. I get like I don't know like five hundred likes, and then like a hundred <laughs> comments, just like、yeah. a picture of a, a dog or picture of my friend.、Uh, so <laughs> and that boosts up my confidence. I guess、yeah. that's how. I started, and then、um, when friends getting married, I'm like, okay, I can take your, you know, engagement picture,、uh-huh. uh, and uh, maybe I can just like, you know, tag along for your wedding and take some picture. And then、uh, I did that, and of course, like you know, like not as a main photographer for my friend's wedding, it's just everything is a lot easier. It's like ca- casual. It's like no stress. So like the pictures turn out great, and they liked it. They posted my picture, and then I got tagged. And then、uh, other people saw it, and then they're like, "Oh, do you want to do my wedding? And、um, <laughs> how much is the rate?" Oh,、uh, and oh, okay. Then <laughs> yeah, I yeah. start charging people. <laughs> yeah, yeah.、Uh, um, and I also,、um, I think back in the day, Zanga. Okay, Zanga is today. It, it will be like <laughs> <laughs> it's like TikTok in the day.、Um, so everybody will write like will blog will, will blog about like you know what they do. So I blog about photography. And like uh, wedding, the、uh, wedding industry because I had a I had a really、uh, genuine interest in wedding industry. And then、um, on Sanga, I I I know about Scott Robert Lim. He's my seafood now, and、uh, um, <laughs> he was recruiting、uh, students to go to his workshop in China, and he was also recruiting like、uh, models and like like leads or like sort of like a guide. And then I apply. I ask, "Oh,、uh, I can help you organize a model." And my my dad's friend has all these sources, <laughs> and my dad's friend will have all these female friends. They would love to be your model. And um and uh, let me come to your workshop for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they basically it's like okay, I help you organize the workshop, and you let me, you know, learn for free. And then、uh-huh. um and then I went on um. <laughs> The trip to Beijing, and he's got like students fly from like、uh, flew over from Africa, from、uh, Canada, from Japan. It was like a small group. It's like ten people, but we all like did nothing but photography, just like shoot models at the Great Wall、um, for like a week, and it really、uh, gives me like a perception of what it would be like for full time working、uh-huh. photographer, especially. 
someone who can travel. So in, in that really planted a seed in my mind. That I'm like, okay, this is what I wanted to do. I want to travel. I want to do nothing but photography mm. but for the entire week. Yeah, I don't want to sit there and crunch number and uh, <laughs> listen to all these corporate jargon and like all these like useless verbiage just leads nowhere. I just, I was like, <laughs> I guess really impatient person and then digital photography and it, it gives me like instant graph, like graphic gratification yeah. and and it was like wow okay that's like so exciting um so the whole thing i think it was just like um it all started at the right time and um with the right resources and right people all um somehow you know fall into the right place yeah, yeah. so yeah so kind yeah. of interesting yeah and then ever since then um after that trip to China with Scott, like um, learning from him and like um, and like you really had a like a time of I was definitely the most memorable travel trip in my life and and I um, I felt that like it's just life changing and yeah. and and. When I go back to work, I just couldn't focus at work. I just thought about, <laughs> you know, okay, yeah. what what can I do? Like, what can I do? I was like emailing Scott every day, and it's like, and then um, uh, went to more of his workshop and and did more of photo shoot for friends locally and and wedding assignments. And it was just, uh, I think, after two years going um, kind of like part time at work and then part time in photography, and then I felt oh. I just couldn't do part time anymore. I just have to like fully devote yeah. into photography. So um, I think in in twenty ten, that's where I started doing uh, f- photography f- full time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, maybe now's a good time to talk about since we're talking about Scott Robert Lim. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about if uh, and and Maddie, you're welcome to join this as well. But uh, <laughs> Sabrina, uh, Sabrina, and Scott are gonna do a workshop, uh, like a four month workshop, four or five, almost five months, right? Five uh, sessions, I think. Yeah, yeah, five sessions starting from uh, from this month to yeah, May. Yeah, yeah. So it's called Extraordinary Photos from Any Camera. The last Monday of the month from 7 to 8 p.m., starting in January through April. And then in May, there's a special walk and shoot little session where you're going to go on the streets of San Francisco, yes, maybe do Chinatown, some shooting. Yeah, yeah, yes, perfect. Yeah. And so these are, these are professional photographers, award-winning photographers, and they're going to give you tips on everything from lighting to composition to... Uh, a little bit of the processing as well as just that walk. So that that would be super fun. It's at the at the main library from seven to eight. Um, totally free, but you have to register, right? Or yes, yeah, register through the SFPL um, link, and uh, it, it's just the class is just on uh, Monday uh, on Zoom, so it's oh, virtual. Okay. Um, but the actual in person photo walk it's on it's in may it's, it's in the month of may so okay so that's perfect. in person yeah oh perfect even yeah. easier even easier yes yeah so i'll put the link in our notes so people can find it so we'll be like yeah like you said it's easy like everybody can tune in even though wherever you are gonna be you can still turn in it will be like a nice skill to have even though if not 
people are not thinking about going into professional photography anyway, but because I feel like photography is such it's a great skill to have for anybody to have because eventually you're gonna like you know just a lot of things will be done visually and 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 just the world how the world is changing and and resume maybe in the future you have to ask to create images too mm. and. And describe things in a visual approach as well. Yeah. On top of you know using language,、um, yeah. Well, and and I think your workshop says that you can even use your phone. You don't have to even、mm-hmm. have a camera. You could use yeah, your phone. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah,、But、it's it's it's amazing, right? That we all have this high pixel、oh、camera in our pocket all of the time. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like you know that that the camera, the best camera is the camera that you have with you, basically. Uh huh. Yeah, so I, it, it's going to be such an exciting event with SFPL, and we Scott and I will get to share both different perspective. He will be coming from a little bit more of a technical perspective, and as、um, for me, when I'm sharing it, it will be coming from like the like the、uh, like the artist approach and like how to make people look good,、um, sort of more feminine approach when、uh, using a phone or a camera to create like such visual language. Yeah, especially in the genre of like photographing people, has at, at some point in your life, anybody's life, you're gonna be photographing people or dogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or cats, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I'm sure, like you know, like for guys, I don't know, it's I I hear that a lot from my friends that they their wife or girlfriends always complain. You know, they're like they're not taking great angles of themselves. You know, of like their <laughs> wife and girlfriends. So, so it's like a great skill to have too, right? Brownie points for people for who、sure. can take great picture of their girlfriend. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> or at least the food. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I have a I have a couple pictures here. You wanna. I、uh, want to talk photography for a little bit here. Ah,、uh, sure, a little bit quickly.、Um, oh, so this picture was taken、uh, in maybe two thousand twelve or two thousand thirteen. It was a while ago in China. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's I I it's one of my favorite picture because um I I really like working with with this model. Her name is Batata, and she's from Macau, and um. And like um and this setting that we were in, it was actually like a a film set in in Canton in Fasan, Fasan, China.、Uh-huh. Um, and they they have like okay, so in 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 that space, it's like an amusement park that you pay an admission to go in. And there's all these like really cool films that you can take、mm. picture.、Um, it will be like for I guess like part for Instagram or for today's、yeah. uh, language. <laughs> and、um, and you can just like you know once you go in, you knock yourself out. Every corner、wow. is a painting. It's like a we do we done of like、um, old、yeah. uh, scenes. So for this particular scene, like the four characters、um, in the sign, it says like Golden Bank or some sort of、uh-huh. golden、uh, pawn shop. I think、uh-huh. Golden Bank. Yeah, and then like like、uh, and this one character with the a sign hanging on the left in from your perspective, right? And it it means like photography or 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 image, yeah. So it's like this model is just like you know, even though it, it's kind of、uh, I'm trying to say, even though she's like you know the bank is closed, she's still walking towards the direction of like you know making trying to make an image or something like that.、Uh-huh. Um, 
So um, trying to create meaning behind the picture, I guess. Yeah. So I thought it's kind of interesting. That's why her head is like, yeah. So um, I, I thought like the lighting and her wardrobe, um, everything works so well with the scene. Um, it kind of like kind of like a pre predict prediction of my path. Yeah. <laughs> Money don't come in, I still have to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's like really what I'm feeling right now. It's just like you know the pandemic and everything is just hard for all the artists and all the photographers. Yeah. But you know what? You know it's just a, a bunch of us went back and have to like get a job in order to survive. Um, like you know surface jobs um yeah yeah but it's just you know can we still you know somehow if things go back to normal semi back to normal can we still go back to do what we love what we're passionate what we feel such a call um to do um it's i guess that's that's a struggle right that's part of um that's part of the struggle of life yeah as an artist yeah yeah, but like, and and I feel like this picture it marks kind of like um, a monumental um, milestone of my uh, style that I I used to when I first started out I was like kind of struggling with style and just trying to figure out what styles I want to establish like you know, as a photographer and in the wedding genre and like people love things that it's like bright and airy and cutesy. Um, uh, but like I, I, you know, I, I guess we can tie back to like the Tony Leung uh, <laughs> topic now. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, I love like all the um, Wong Kar Wai movie, um, all these like mm. you know, like Hong Kong film, like the art house film um, that also Tony Leung was in, and uh, a director, um, sorry, a director Wong Kar Wai and Christopher Doyle, he's a cinematographer. Like the mm-hmm. way how they create visual language is it's got a lot of uh, contrast and it's it's very um, yeah. whimsical and it's very romantic and um, it's not. I mean, they will. I I, I, I rarely see them do like cutesy style. Um, yeah. So I I'm like okay, this is a style that I you know I should try to do it on my own. That you know to to depict you know wedding. And um and engagement photo, uh, in that kind of Wong Kar Wai, uh, film style, yeah, and yeah. and it's something that I want to, um, to depict the East cross West sort of perspective because that's who uh-huh. I am. Like you know, I'm born and raised in China, but but grew up in America. You know what makes my perspective unique and different than and other photographer is just having this understood of an understanding of both languages, both cultures, you know, um, the nuances from both culture and how I apply that into, uh, translate that into a, a visual language. Yeah, so that's yeah. what I'm still exploring. I'm not like master at it, but um, I guess that's what I wanted to do. Um, it definitely comes across. <laughs> you can no, see. thank you. Um, I mean, this is, a. it looks vintage. I mean, it has that... Uh, would you call it noir a little bit? Yeah, you know, the a little contrast. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's got a little bit of a nostalgic vibe to it, but it's not a hundred percent nostalgic uh, as well. And right. it's not real. Some is it's not. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. So I, I don't know. There's no, like I like I couldn't think of like a like a painting genre. A label, that, yeah. <laughs> to label it, but I guess that's also a good thing because I'm just, just that means that I'm I'm evolving and. And when things are a little bit harder to describe, which is 
okay because it's up to the viewer's interpretation, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to know what inspires your creative direction for specific shoots. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Because I've like based on what you've been saying right now, and I also watched um a video of you talking about your creative process it seems like there's so much intention in every aspect of the photo so I just think that's really cool yeah oh thank you thank you that's so kind Uh, I mean like say like before I shoot um depends on what what kind of shoot that I'm doing and what's the goal of the shoot right say like so be like for this picture that on on the screen right now because I we we I know we were gonna shoot in Hong Kong so I pretty much like like I, I did nothing for like two weeks uh, before I go to Hong Kong, just watch everything Wang Kawai, Wang Kawai, Wang Kawai. So <laughs> I so I already have like a like a image in my head, like what kind of mood that I'm gonna create and convey. Right. But I don't have like a say like a plan that it's like, okay, model is gonna sit here and wear this clothes. It's not like very concrete until pretty much like the day before or the, or the day off that, you know, all these elements will come together. And 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 also the, the space, like for this photograph, and it was just like by luck that we were able to photograph in this cafe because we were just eating there. And then we thought, oh, you know, it would be so cool to take a picture. And then uh-huh. as soon as we took the picture, the owner started yelling at us. <laughs> and then we had all had to like pay up and then like, you know, he basically kicked us out. And it was one of those like, you know, by it's like all by chance too. But we have the model with us, but we, we also had the model in this dress um, with uh-huh. us because we were photographing her at the Temple Street because this cafe was at the Temple Street in Hong Kong. And and I know I we want to photograph in Temple Street because that a lot of uh, Wong Kar Wai or Christopher's uh, Christopher Doyle's movie they shot in that very like condensed like you know city um, uh, atmosphere. So just by being in that environment, we stumbled across this cafe, and then we we got a picture of this cafe. Uh, of this model sitting in the cafe wow. and and conveying that mood of oh maybe you know you're just you're like kind of waiting for your husband to or your man or, you know someone to come back but he they never did after you consume all the milk tea in your cup <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think that's so interesting because i do music and i know that like photography and music are a lot different but i think there's a lot of parallels when yes. it comes to the way you think about, you know, what you want to make. So I think that's really interesting. And I really love your work because it's just, it it's very enchanting. And I like how it um, captures like sort of the beauty of Asian culture and cultures in general as well. Thank you. Um, thank you, Madison. That's so kind of you. And um, our Asian, like the way how, you know, we depict beauty, it's very, very subtle. And it's very like, also like, um, intellectually challenging and we're not telling everyone right in your face at once yeah so we wanted to leave small things like clues here and there for you to like you know interpret interpret and read and you know maybe come up with a story of your own it's not something that I you know I I mean I guess in a way that's what what I really like about Wong Kar Wai's movie too and and also Tony Lang like the way how he like 
uh, Tony Leung, um, actually, he's like a great inspiration as an actor uh, because in the beginning of his career, he, the way how he does a lot of acting is just like so like like acting, acting in your face. It's just like a typical school, you know, sort of face, like actor facing audience sort of acting. But when when he become, I think after he started working with Wong Kar Wai and he become more of a like almost like instinct sort of a natural actor and less of an acting more of he becoming the character and so when you watch the movie you don't feel like he's acting at all and you just so dwell into that story so like you know and you become like you almost like one of the characters you become one of the character interacting with like Tony Lyon you know sort of speak yeah when you watch those movies like so, for yeah. example in the mood of love 2046 um Days of Being Wild, or even Half Oil. And I think like um, all these movies that be, he developed um, a more of a mature uh, acting style. And um, that's why I hope to, in photography as well, it's just things that we do, it's not like too 100% in your face and we don't have to like, just like try to say it. And so like so easily, because we think the audience will have a great intellectual to interpret things on their own so that's why sometimes it's like nice to leave something ambiguous and then maybe ha still having some clues for you know for people to like just like for as an audience as a um, spectator to when we look at the picture there's like okay why is the cup there why is the fort there why is she wearing this clothes and everything uh -huh. it will be like you know all these elements it just you know makes the story and it makes sense and but it also keep you guessing so i think that's what makes yeah. it a really cool image um you know image story yeah and and that's why you know just like i think just re-watch all these you know uh tony lan wong kar wai movie that just i i probably rewatched them like at least two or three times a year just so then I'm like okay just reminding myself of these like masterpieces is like kind of you know interesting why is interesting because all these elements inside and it points tells the story and the story is not a hundred percent definitive yeah so yeah, I guess that's yeah. why I like it yeah I love that, that is something that you can do with his movies because um I guess we can segue into the movies now a little bit, but yeah. uh, that's that's one thing you like. I watched these movies in the '90s and the early 2000s, and they hit you different, you no, know, at yes. different stages in your oh life. My gosh. Yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. Like back in the day when I first watched these movies, it's more of a story, the plot, if things are exciting, right? But the older that I get, I, when we watch these movies, it's more of a oh, I just watch all the detail, right? Right now, all these small subtle things you know oh oh i see that that makes sense that's why she, she is carrying this purse and it's the same purse yeah, that like uh -huh. tony long is wife or i don't know like they got it's like the same person yeah but anyway yeah all these clues i started to get um and understood better when i we watch them when i get older Uh, well, let's get into it. We're going to talk about, we can't talk about every single film because oh, he has so over 200, yeah, he has over 200 credits to his name to television and movies, but uh, 
So yeah, Tony Lang, I think for a lot of people, this and you know, Shang-Chi came out in when was it? September. Uh and so a lot of people in America hadn't heard of him very right? much or, yeah. or very rarely. Such a shame. That like Such a shame. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, yeah. But they came away for, after watching Shang-Chi like, who is this guy? He's amazing, right? And yeah. for those people who grew up with him right. or yeah. know, they were like, we know Tony Lang. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really went to watch the Shang-Chi for Tony Lang. Yeah. And and then <laughs> yeah. I started liking Simu Liu after the movie. Me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So we're gonna give you a couple recommendations. We're gonna call. I'm gonna call it the uh, Tony Larung Starter Pack. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great pack. You know, yeah. We'll give you a couple to to take a look at. Let's talk about him a little bit. I didn't know this until I think this week. He was born in Toysan. Oh, <laughs> I, I have no idea. That's a new. Uh, that's a new information to me. <laughs> He's a Toysan doy. I Toysan doy. Friends. <laughs> are you are you uh, are you guys like your your family your ancestor from uh, Toysan by any chance? Yeah, yeah. Oh wow, yeah, really? Toysan. Oh, Toysan <laughs> <laughs> Right, I don't know how to say. It. Yeah, Toysan Toy. Yeah, so uh, Toysan in 1962, oh, wow. uh, he's born. So that actually is ironic because that's the same year that the movie In the Mood for Love takes place. Oh, oh, I didn't know. Um, wow. Um, did you know that his dad left when he was eight? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he grew up without a big father figure right. in his life and yeah. single mom. So yeah. he had to quit high school. Uh, he didn't graduate high school because he needed to make some money to make it. Right, right, right. And uh, oh, and then I, I read that that he and Stephen Chow, you know, Zhao Xingqi, Stephen Chow, uh -huh, right, uh -huh. were in the same drama club. And then they both went audition. Did you hear that before? Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. I thought that's really cool. Like, cool story that they both went audition at TVB, you know, Hong Kong's biggest TV station back in the day. They had like a canopy. And, um, but Stephen Chow didn't, couldn't, didn't get in, but Tony Leung went as like psychic for Stephen Chow. He wasn't going to apply or went for the audition, but like Tony moral Le support yeah moral support yeah but he got in right so yeah. i guess that, that's just he's just a, a natural yeah i stephen chow must be so pissed off you know <laughs> <laughs> well but it's too bad because he brought a better looking you know sidekick uh, yeah but stephen chow yeah. he's a genius uh, himself too they're both, yeah. yeah they're both okay they both yeah they're both okay but i i kind of <laughs> i find it interesting that they they Ever since I think their early days on TVB, they haven't worked together. So maybe they have a fallout. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe two, <laughs> two, two, two kings wouldn't survive in the same mountain, uh. right? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's just that's just so interesting that they haven't worked together. Yeah. So I, I thought that's a great like backstory that like he got in, um, <laughs> but Stephen Chow couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> this is the this is the eighties and. Uh... So I think a lot of people, you know, my age or, or a little bit around my age, you know, watched uh, him on TVB. Yes. No, I didn't. I didn't because I, I need the subtitles and they didn't always have oh, the subtitles yeah. on TVB. What, was but. it like on tape that you when you watched all the TVB stuff? Was it on tape? VHS? I don't, yeah, no, I don't <laughs> even know. It probably would have been, you know, like Channel 26 or something. Oh, yes, or, yes, yes, yes. You yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and did you watch the one that where Tony Leung was like a eunuch? And then, um, and then, did you see that one? And then <laughs> no, uh, Andy Lau, you know, like Andy Lau, he was oh. the emperor. Yeah, he was uh, Hong Hei, like Kangxi, like the emperor Hong Hei. That was my most... Uh, early memory of uh, Tony Leung because he played a, a eunuch yeah and 
uh, in the in the as a role, and he was like hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen a lot of his comedy stuff. So he did more comedy stuff before. Yeah, early on. Yeah. So he did something called Police Cadet '84. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And that's when he met Maggie Cheung because yes. she was on that show. Yes, yes. And then the Police Cadet '84, like the song was very, very popular back then. And then、uh -huh. I think people because of song start watching the TV show, and then Tony Leung got popular because of the the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. So then he he kind of did that for about eight years, so a pretty good career on TV. But、right. then he transitioned, you know, Hong Kong cinema in the、mm -hmm. in the late eighties and nineties was blowing up. Yeah, yeah. And so he rode that wave. He did、uh, John Woo's Hard Boiled in nineteen ninety two, and so that kind of started this action era in Hong、right. Kong. You know, they did a lot of that stuff. But then along comes our guy Wong Kar Wai, right?、Mm -hmm. That he is. He's the savant, right? He's the genius. Oh yes, yeah. He comes along, and、uh, you described him a little bit. He's super organic, right? He's just、yes. he's the process guy. Very spontaneous,、uh, and、um, and just he's. I guess he is.、Uh, how can I say? He's not like fixate in one result, and just de depends on how like everybody like interact and where whatever like you know. Like like when I saw an interview of、uh, Tony Leung and、uh, about like when they were filming like Happy Together in South America, <laughs> right? They were like weeks into filming that he wasn't he he wasn't playing a gay character at first, like, yeah. But and then at the end, after two weeks filming, and then Wong Kar Wai was like, "I think it's better you become the gay character because it's like <laughs> you're so much natural." And then they just scrap the whole thing and then start filming again, yeah. Yeah. So I can definitely see like the producer, like, and then all the crew will be like so pissed <laughs> off, like you know, and、yeah. everything has to be rewritten. But、um, but Happy Together is one. It's also one of the most like cinematography level, and like the way how like you know like the frames and and it's just it's such a beautiful story. So I I think at the end it's worth it of a pivot. Yeah. 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 But can you imagine as an actor,、oh、you're going in there. You're gonna、yeah. be. I think he was supposed to be like a dad or something. Yeah. yeah. I said, oh, by the way, you're right, gonna be a gay、right. lover. Right. I know. <laughs> yeah. A little like, bit of a twist. And the family too. I、like, imagine like they were like in South America for many many months without going、uh, home. And then、yeah. okay, you're staying longer because the story has changed. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But I guess I guess they they get along because he's、yes. made、uh, Tony Leung and、uh, Wong Kar Wai have made、mm -hmm. eight movies together. They made a bunch together. Oh my gosh!、Together. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And my first was Chungking Express. Oh yeah. Nineteen ninety four, and it blows your mind the first time you see. It, I was like, what is this about? Right. 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 Then, right yeah. <laughs> and even while you're watching it, you're like, wait, what? Is, what is、right. going? On? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I saw it when I was a teenager before、uh -huh. like having like. Dated anybody? I'm like, I don't know. I don't like it. Yeah, but then when I we watch it in like in my early twenties and I had experience, you know, with dating scene, then I'm oh, I get it. I understand. Yeah. So it's like a you know different point of your life when you watch it and you just you know understand、yeah. it better. I guess. Yeah. It's and yeah, I love that、um, Tony Leung、uh, with、uh, what's her name? Zhao、um, Ga. Like, how do you say? What's her English name? Do you know? Like, oh, uh, the, um, the woman who plays the fire attendant. In、yeah, 
I don't know. Yeah, but the, the like the the whole like almost like the whole movie was shot in just in that apartment, right? Like Christopher yeah. shot the, yeah. So I just thought it's like so beautiful. Um, just you know, like the two hanging out and like you know, Tony Lang was just like holding that you know that the um the plane model, right? And then yeah, it's just all these like small details, really really beautiful. So let's talk. About, we're gonna we're gonna highlight one of these films by Wong Kar Wai. Oh sure. Uh, let's talk about the the masterpiece. Let's talk about In the Mood for Love. Yes. Uh, pe- people are calling it uh, the first cinematic masterpiece of the 21st century because it came out right in the year mm-hmm. 2000. And I was happy to find it on HBO Max. So anyone out there who has HBO Max, uh, you can watch it. It's on there, and uh, it's like. It's like looking at photographs. Every yes, every frame is a painting. Yes, every scene is a painting. So amazing, and the script must have been like four pages long. There's not very much dialogue <laughs> at all, right? It's, Probably, it's, yeah. And it comes from. I did a little research. It comes comes from a Japanese short story about two people oh, who right, right, right. walk past each other every day and don't mm-hmm. say anything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very Japanese too, in a way. Actually, very Asian, yeah. yeah, yeah, and they and they they already know so much about each other, uh, but they just don't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, like the first hour, the dialogue is just like, "Oh, so you're having noodles?" You know, it's like nothing, <laughs> right, nothing right. happens. Oh, yeah. Are you having joke? Are you are you having yeah. porridge? <laughs> yeah. yeah, nothing happens, but everything happens. You right, know, it's right, like right, right, right. Yes. When yeah. you rewatch it, you right. realize, oh, right. they're they're talking to each other. Right, right. And they know about each other a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if you uh, seen um, like the interview with Christopher Doyle about mm-hmm. how he select you know like the alley scene you know the mm. the alleyway with like you know like kind of like the, the the wall and and it was a film it was shot in Bangkok right it has nothing to do with Hong Kong but <laughs> yeah. he just likes the texture like the ruggedness and the yeah. sadness the loneliness so that's why he shot. When he shot those like walking scene of the two of them walking, just like, uh, you know, uh, just like on the sh- like shot, just the sh- shadow shots, yeah. And then having the character like Tony Leung and Maggie walking through the 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 little um alleyway, and then the, how the shadow cast on the wall. And Christopher Doyle, he was like, "This is like the perfect alley. I don't care what it takes, but this is it. This is just the texture." Mm. And the wall and the way how loneliness feel, this yeah. is has this is the place. Yeah. So I don't know how yeah. he was able to convince uh, Wong Kar Wai to do it, but I just but somehow the whole crew went to Bangkok yeah. and shot in that particular alleyway. Yeah. There's bars. Like the whole thing feels yes. like a prison. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. There are apartments. You know that one scene where she's she's trapped in his room for two days because right. they're playing mahjong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and writing scripts, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're just like the whole thing is yeah loneliness, being trapped. Right. It's just amazing. Yeah, it's so amazing. Yeah, I have to rewatch that again since we're in the middle of uh, the pandemic still. I probably yeah. will have a different appreciate again. <laughs> right. <laughs> You'll feel like you're trapped. Yes, we all do. <laughs> Uh, and let's talk about the costumes for a second. Here, oh yeah! That... Oh my gosh! So beautiful, and like the Changsam Shipao that she wears, it's like a yeah. like really high collar, uh-huh. uh, um, Shipao, which makes her neck looks like 
exponentially much longer than she's just so long anyway. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's so beautiful. I, I don't know how how tall Maggie Chung is. She's probably not too too long, but just the yeah. wardrobe and like the hair and makeup and the chansam, like the color of the chansam, yeah. makes her look super long and lean and like also, a statue. Yeah, yeah, and it's like sexy too. Like yeah, you know, there's no yeah. not much skin showing. I mean, we only see right. her arm and like. Lower part of her leg, but the whole thing is like so sexy. Everything is covered up, but it's still super sexy. I think that's what makes like I guess the way you know us Asian, you know how we interpret beauty is very subtle, but we have like smart ways of you know depicting、mm. you know beauty and、uh, yeah. what's flattering as well. Yeah. And then I don't know if this started it, but in the in the early two thousands, that was a thing. Those dresses,、uh, the chunksoms. Uh huh. Um, you know, people would wear them to prom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, and... yeah. I remember. And those shoes, right, from Chinatown,、yeah. it's like like black, <laughs> black, and with the buckle. You know that you get them for five bucks, right? It's like it's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, those shoes. Yeah, everybody will wear. And I just watched Spider Man with Tobey Maguire, the 2003、uh-huh. Spider Man, and uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she's wearing the dress. Oh yes, I, that's right. I remember I that. Like, yeah,、oh, that's so. It looks so out of place now. No, but, I yeah, know. Early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was it. It's probably inspired by the movie. Yeah. And、um, so this movie, if you are, so you you don't want to watch this when you're super lonely. <laughs> <laughs> it'll make you feel even lonelier. But yes. who, who would you, who would you recommend this movie to? Well, I mean, I everyone mean, should watch. Everyone it, should watch anyway. I mean, like, cause like y- you can watch it from like different perspectives. Some people watch it for the fashion. Some people watch it for like the the how everything is like you know frame you know like the Visuals, composition yeah. visual yeah. Some people watch it for the story. Some people watch it for like the the mysterious you know way of I guess you know. I it's just you know two people encountering each other right yeah, yeah.、Um, yeah. everybody should watch it I I feel like it's、yeah. like a must have you know like you know, <laughs> like it needs to be taught in college <laughs> yeah yeah like for visual art yeah or you know art yeah in general yeah and I don't want to spoil it for everyone but <laughs> the 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 ending is different so the Japanese、yes. story they end they end up killing each other yeah I know I know which, no no killing themselves yeah、suicide. killing themselves suicide yeah which I don't I I think it, yeah it wouldn't be a good ending for the film yeah so so this is different but at the same time maybe even sadder <laughs> yes <laughs> you know? yeah, it is yeah because that that、uh, I I shouldn't spoil any, anything but that very last scene where、yeah. Tony was in What's that? What's that?、Uh, Angkor Wat, I think. Angkor Wat, yeah, Angkor Wat, yes. Yeah. I will always remember that scene forever. Yeah. Yes, it's、yeah. so. It was so sad. It was so,、yeah. so, so, so sad. And you have to rewatch it. You're like, wait, what? Just that's the end. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. But、yeah. but you, I, I have, I have to like rewatch it with like slow motion, like you know, on,、yeah. on YouTube, just like go like slow. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. But it's just so. It was so great, though. Yeah, it's like yeah. like the the you know the the. The visual language, you know, how they tell a story, how sad he was, right? But without、yeah. saying too much, without saying things all in your face, but you get、yeah. it, we get it, yeah. Yeah, they never say I'm no, sad, right? No, they, they never say, say yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so that's what makes like this whole film is very genius of like storytelling, you know, where、yeah. you don't have to say it, but everything, but it's it it's it's telling you visually, 
like but yeah. without like without you know using words yeah i'll be honest you know i watched it 20 years ago and i didn't really get it no yeah same here <laughs> yeah i i, I saw but then you get married, right? <laughs> you know, life happens like, yes. and, you know, yes, disappointment yes. here and right. there. Yes, yes. Not that I'm disappointed no, in my no, marriage, no. but no, I'm just no. saying no, you understand that, it. No, yes, you, you, under, you yeah. definitely understand it much, much better. Yes, yeah. yeah. I, I think for me, it's like when I saw it uh, in, in late in my 20s where I have a lot more experience like in you know, life, like dating and whatnot, then I understand it a lot better. Yeah. yeah. So, Madison, you should watch it now. <laughs> And then put it away, and then watch it yeah, again. Honestly, <laughs> watch it after that would be you're married. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do recommend though, like you should like block off time and just like hyper focus to watch that, and because there's like all these like subtle clues, and and so you know, it's just very interesting. Yeah, if you yeah. miss, like, if you look away, then you, you oh, then it's less interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Fun fact: uh, Did you know that Wong Kar Wai directed Karina and Tony's wedding? <laughs> Oh no way! But they got he married. He was the wedding planner. <laughs> they got married in like um, uh, what's that country next to like the little tiny tiny country next to China? Yeah, yeah, some, yeah. Some like oh, I I don't know how to say it, but you know, I, yeah, I only saw pictures of it. Yeah, oh yeah, that's that's funny that he directed yeah. their wedding. So he probably threw in some things at the last minute. He's oh, okay, you're gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bhutan was it Bhutan? Uh, Bhutan no, yes. It, I, yeah, 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 Bhutan, Bhutan, Bhutan. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, you're taking a chance though. Yeah, if, if you ask Wong Kawai to direct your wedding, <laughs> you're taking a big risk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprise, surprise. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right, let's move on though. So everyone should definitely go watch. And I think that's kind of the masterpiece of Wong Kawai and Tony mm -hmm, Leung and, mm -hmm. and Maggie. Chan, I agree. Yeah. The three of them together. Yes, I agree. But they've made other movies, but we'll talk about them, mm -hmm. too. But uh, let's move on to a different genre. Uh, this is more of the gangster crime yes. genre. Another masterpiece, I think. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about Infernal Affairs 2002. <laughs> it's been a while since I watched that. Yeah. Do you know the Chinese name? It's something like... Mo Gan Do. It's like... Uh, Mo, it means like nothing. Gan is like borderless. Do is like... Uh, how, how can I say it? Like... Um, pathway or pa yeah pathway and also means tau journey you know tower zone you know oh, like yeah, yeah. like you know like in cantonese it means like to preach and like you know evangelize so it could uh, be mean many many things but it just uh, maybe it's like a some sort of a religion borderless mm -hmm, yeah. we borderless religion yeah like yeah right yeah, yeah. so that's why it's kind of interesting yeah, no, I mean, the English name is so cheesy. No, gosh, it's like, I don't know, do, do people really watch her when they see the English name? I guess, but yeah. the cast, because the cast people, yeah, these yeah. English just drives me crazy. I know. <laughs> yeah. And it's, uh, so I looked it up. You can get it on Apple TV for four bucks. <laughs> Other places too, you can rent it. Oh, great. But, um, yeah, so everyone knows that it was adapted by Martin Scorsese into the The Departed with uh -huh. you know Leonardo DiCaprio and uh, Matt Damon and of course Jack Nicholson. Right, right. But in Hong Kong, it was it was a legendary right, right group it was. as well. Yeah, it was yeah. directed by Andy Lau and Alan yes. Mack, mm -hmm. and Andy Lau acts in it as well. So yes, Tony, yeah, Andy Tony Lau, Tony Lau, yeah. 
Yeah, it's oh, nice man. to see the two together after like <laughs> Tony Nam played and Eunuch and Andy Nam played yeah. the Emperor back <laughs> in like their early TVB days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're legends. Yes, and... they're so legendary. Yeah, and they're they're not ugly, right? They're, they're, oh uh... <laughs> no, <laughs> the two best looking uh, actor in the entire Asian hurt. cinema. That doesn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, hurt. yeah. And I, I I think because of Andy. Because Tony Leung was there, I think Andy Lau upped his like acting game too. Because like Andy Lau is not, it's definitely not known for his acting skills. Yeah, like he's a really like great, he's like charismatic person. But I think, uh, to me, Infer- Infernal Affair is one of it's definitely one of the best um, acting I've seen of Andy Lau. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think they influence each other. Yeah, I think that happens, you know, when you're working with someone that's so good and you're right. reacting, yeah. But uh, so many iconic scenes, and it's just a great story, right. you know, the plot, yeah. the plot twist, right? And, uh, and I think this is when I this is when I realized just rewatching this one, I realized that Tony's Tony Leung's characters almost always are never pure evil or pure good, right? There's always a little bit, you know, even with Wen Wu and Shang Chi, or in um, in the mood for love, you know, there's never. You can't just say, "Oh, he's the good guy," mm-hmm, or you can't mm-hmm. say he's the bad guy. Yeah, uh-huh. there's always that conflict, and he does it so well. You mm-hmm, know, that's mm-hmm. his thing. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. where and and especially in this in this film, where he's a cop, but he's he's hanging out criminals for I don't know 15, 10, 10, 15 years, like half a lifetime. He's hanging out with criminals and and he's lost. He's like mm-hmm. this lost right. soul, and that is comes across in so many of his movies that he's just kind of he doesn't know what he wants in 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 life or in his mission or or whatever. And you feel that weight. He's so good at portraying the weight. Right, the right, world. right. Uh, I agree. So this is a super fun movie. Oh, hey, Curtis, um, do you, do you mind if I um pause for a second? Just yeah, take a break. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna go in right now because like yeah, they they just reopen and it's like kind of getting cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you mind? Yeah, sounds good. Okay, yeah, I'm just gonna like mute and then stop video. Okay, sounds good. Okay, okay, I'm back on. Yeah. All right. So um, let's see. We we're just finishing up on Infernal Affair. Yeah, Infernal Affair. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a it's a great watch. We don't want to ruin this for anyone no. out there, but uh, you definitely should watch it. it. It's it's got that same kind of noir feel, mm-hmm. you know, that crime genre, but it's so much deeper, and it's so uh, it's a character study in what is good, what is what is bad, right. you know, whose side are you on, and yeah, he plays that character so well, you know, just that the guy that that's lost that you know, wants to be good, wants to do the right thing, but sometimes can't. Yeah, it's just a really, it's a, it's a really just entertaining, but also, you know, if you think about it a little bit more, it'll, it'll make you, make you think about what it all means and, you know, where you fit into this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And especially, oh, I shouldn't, (laughs) I don't want to, I know. Yeah. But I like the, I, I love the beginning part of the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just a it's just a well done movie. It's just yeah, a really it's very well, well clever. Done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really clever. Yeah. So let's move on to our last one again. This is just a starter pack, so you can start with these if you don't know anything about Tony Leung besides Shang Chi. You can start with these, but uh, there's many many more, obviously. 
But we're going to go also to 2002. So that must have been a really good year for <laughs> Tony Lerum. But so 2002, this movie called Hero. Um, is it the same title in Chinese? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And you can rent it on Amazon for three bucks. Um, it's, a, it's an interesting watch. It's definitely different than anything else we've recommended so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a Chinese film. So this is Zhang Yimou. Uh, he's the director, uh, Wuxia style. So this kind of larger than life fantasy kung right. fu, mm-hmm. beautiful landscapes. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. mean, the scenery, the imagery. It's another sad one, right? Yeah. Tony Leung and sad movies. I think goes hand in hand. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little melodramatic, you know. Mm-hmm. I think the American audience may feel like, oh man, they're overdoing it a little bit. <laughs> but there's a Chinese style, right? There's a mm-hmm. Chinese style to film. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How would you describe it? Um, it, like just the way how color is in that movie. Um, it's very interestingly done, and I think. I think if you if you enjoy Crouching Tiger, you definitely enjoy Hero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not the same at all, but it's just I, I just think just the way how like you know how like martial art was um, also like choreographed, yeah, choreographed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was so beautiful. And then all these, and especially there's this. Um, I don't want to spill the plot, but then there's this one fight scene. Um, I think. That that kind of have the it reminds me of uh, I don't know if um, Crouching Tiger came out first or this one came out first. It's like their version of the yeah Crouching Tiger fight scene, you know. Yeah, yeah but it, yeah. that's it's, it's so beautifully done. Yeah, it, it's 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 a feast for the eyes, and the in the storytelling mm-hmm. is is different. Is it really? It's different. It's, yeah, you you don't know what to expect. I like these movies where you see it from the same scene five different ways, you know, and you don't know which one is true. You don't know which one is the way it happened. Right, right, yeah. And so they almost play different characters in each of these scenes, you know. In one scene, Maggie Chang is the victim, and the other scene, Tony Lerung is the victim, and it's just, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. And and this cast, right, you have... Oh, so amazing. This cast is like, I I don't think people can, like, gather the same cast anymore. No, no Jet, yeah. but Jet Li is getting a lot older. Yeah, Jet Li, and then you have Donnie Yen. Yeah, Donnie which, Yen, Zhang another Zhi, master. Right? Yeah, Zhang, yeah, Zhang Ji, uh, the beautiful Zhang Ji, and then of course Maggie and Tony mm-hmm. back together again. Yeah, in a different type of movie, right? Different right, than they've yeah. ever done together. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's just a neat it's a uh neat neat isn't the right word it's yeah. it's beautiful uh it's epic you know it's a it's a huge movie like the number of people I know they CGI'd some of the army in there but hundreds maybe a thousand I don't know how many guys they have. yeah and plus it's like early on you know in the two thousand yeah know, with such production and you know all these CGI work back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So the the only downside was that they dubbed his Mandarin, so it isn't oh, his yeah. voice. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So another one for y'all to watch out there is Hero two thousand two. I think it's I think it's worth a watch as well for everyone out there. Even if you don't like martial arts, even if you don't necessarily like Chinese films, this is this is one that you should you should watch. I mm-hmm. think. 
So, you know, there's so many more that we could recommend. I think, you know, we talked about Hard Boiled, Chunking Express you should watch. Ashes of Time, I didn't really get into Ashes of Time that much. Oh, uh, it's it's confusing too, but it's a great, it's a beautiful movie as well. Yeah, but the story is just so bad. I got lost. I got lost. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up there. It sounds like you're in a cafe now. <laughs> so we're going uh, to wrap it up there. But uh, I want to re-encourage or remind everyone to sign up for the SF Public Library Workshop. Um, last Monday of every month, and it's an hour on Zoom. But you got to register, 7 to 8 p.m. And then in May, there's an actual walk walking tutorial where you actually get to meet Sabrina and her mentor, Scott Robert Lim. Sounds like I think you might have Maddie joining you. You might see Madison at your workshop. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. Same. Everyone should sign up for that. Um, thank you so much for coming along, Sabrina. No, thank you so much, Curtis. Thank you, Madison. Yeah, thank you. It was nice to get to know you. Yeah, thank you. And I just want to, like, you know, like add on to um, for a few pointers for Madison. I mean, like, yeah, I, I think, like, for me like i get inspired sometimes just by like a song like a music and then from that one song that translate into like some like some clues that what i wanted to do visually so i i'm sure like you know the way how like music and like movies and photography we always like you know inspire each other like you know so so i'm i'm sure by if you know, inviting you coming to the sf um Public library class, you're gonna take something away, and uh, hopefully that will inspire your music too. No, for sure. I mean, I've already, I already feel inspired just like from hearing you talk today. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Cool, cool. Yeah. And for anyone getting married out there, if you want to do some wedding photography, look up Jiza.com. Jiza Photography. What's your website? Yeah, it's J E Z A Photo.com. Okay, yeah, go see the portfolio. You'll be inspired. And so, yeah, go get go get some wedding photos taken. Uh, maybe we'll start doing destinations again. Maybe, hopefully. yeah. Hopefully. And um, Curtis, if you, if you don't mind, I just want to quickly plug my Instagram account too. Is yeah, it okay? Yeah, no, I'll put that in the link too. Oh, great, great, great. Yeah, because I, I post more on Instagram nowadays and you can follow me on um, Z-A-B-R-I-N-A, Sabrina X-Y-Z. For my uh, latest Instagram update, and like I update more on the story as well. So. Great, yeah. Now I'll definitely put that in the notes. So everyone, go check out Zabrina's work. Uh, really fun talking movies with you, Zabrina. We'll, thank we'll you. do it again. No, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much, Curtis. And uh, it's a great pleasure and honor to be on your show. And thank you for plugging the SFPL library um, uh, event as well. No, everyone should go. I'll tell my friends. I know some people who might be into that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we'll let you go. All Thanks right. for coming on early. We'll have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a great weekend. See you. Bye. See yeah. You. Bye. Bye. <laughs> 始终都不比永远这样远，不理会世上长路太多，终点太少，木马也要去继续前行。All right, cool. Well, thanks for waking up early on a Saturday. No, thanks for having me. I I enjoyed doing this. So.
It is fun, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's a good learning experience for me. Like she said, like she said about her um, thing where for her mentor, how she was like, I'll get my people and we can, you know, benefit each other. That's like exactly (laughs) what's going on here. No. Yeah. No, I'm going to, I'm going to use you, man. I'm going to use you, (laughs) man. I'm just kidding. All All right. No, um, so let's see. Uh ba, 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 ba. I think we got everything we need. And yeah, so unfortunately uh, the next two are like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, so probably can't make it probably to those, know, but probably know you. But uh yeah, they're gonna be fun because legit celebrities. <laughs> Who are they again? So Miranda Kwok is the executive producer of a show on Fox called The Cleaning Lady. Mm-hmm. That's a national show. And then Shirley Chung is, was on Top Chef. She, you ever watch cooking shows? Yeah, I, feel where, like, I think I've heard of it before. Yeah, so you can YouTube her. She's, they don't have whole episodes, but they have some of her stuff. So she's, she's well-known. I think she'll be well-known amongst cooking people. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you see my email about true crime. Do you like true crime at all? Um, See, I have a really time tolerating scary things, but I am so intrigued by them. Like, I'll I'll listen to some stuff sometimes. Um, I yeah. saw it in your email, and I thought that was so cool. Yeah, she's uh she's funny. Like she's subtle, but she's kind of she kind of likes that creepy vibe that she kind of gives off a little bit. I think I think true crime podcasts and like videos are so interesting. Like I've seen yeah. like the ones on BuzzFeed, and they're so like I don't know. They're just so addicting to watch but then i get really anxious yeah so i think i'll have i'm going to ask my friend jennifer she's done some stuff with me before but i think she likes true crime so that'll be good okay yeah so that'll be fun so good stuff coming up um what else are we doing in february oh i have the asian scientist <laughs> so super nerdy that's that show is going to be really Wait, nerdy what's the asian scientist so we're going to talk about Asian scientists that we like. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. For a second, I forgot you are my science teacher. Yeah, right. Uh, I so was like, I have a... that's such a random thing. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then I remembered, oh. That's the thing. Yeah, so I, I realized that I never talked about science yet. And so I have a couple of friends. They have PhDs. Or one's a student, fun. she's a PhD student. I know, right? No, but these two these two women are they're fun. They're fun people. So I think we're gonna talk about some Asian scientists and we'll try to spice it up a little bit. But uh it won't be totally nerdy, but it'll be nerdy. <laughs> what do you guys like? Oh, okay. Like are you actually gonna be talking about like science content or just like people you admire? Like the discoveries they made, like, oh, did you know that this person in 1925 discovered the so we're gonna try to make it relevant you know discoveries that you might you know of Mm -hmm. you know like the n95 mask was invented by a korean guy interesting um so yeah stuff like that where um climate change one of these guys just won the nobel prize for studying climate change in 1950s nice yeah yeah (laughs) No, no, the, but well, these, the, the women I have on, you know, they do research, but there's pretty obscure stuff, but, uh, so that'll be fun. So I think, I think it'll be fun just cause we'll make it fun. Hopefully we'll keep it interesting. I'm sure Lamb will enjoy listening to that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to do it. I was like, you know what? I've never talked about science, so we got to do at least one episode on science. No. Yeah. I actually think she'd love that. So. Okay. All right. Cool. 
So that's coming up. Uh, you can see the chart. I have the chart of stuff. And then uh, I was talking to Lamb about doing a teen takeover. I think that would be so interesting. Honestly. Yeah, so start thinking about what, what you'd want to talk about, you know, with the Asian theme. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think we could talk about a lot of our, like, things growing up. And, like, like especially with social media, it's just, like, I don't know. A lot of... Yeah. Like Lamb and I have talked about like a lot of our internal conflicts, like growing up as Asian girls. So I think that mm. there could be some. Yeah. And then they can she's get to know me better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's a talker. Exactly. Too, so. <laughs> I feel like she can really bring me out of my shell. All right. So start thinking that that'll be all you. You can produce the whole episode. I'll let you. Yeah. <laughs> Should I even come or you want to just host it? All? I'll be there. But yeah, I mean, it's the teen takeover. So teen takeover. I'll just be there to hit record. <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. I, I, I really don't think I'll be able to make it to the next two, but I'm yeah. so bummed about that because that would be cool. Yeah. It's just, I think they want to do it in their work day. You know, they want to say, okay, fine. No, yeah, of course. Done. Understandable. But uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll try, uh, you know, with the international ones, you know, the weekends usually work pretty well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, hopefully you'll come along on more. But, yeah, so good good takes today. I thought your input was good. Okay, cool. But we'll, we'll sort it out. Okay, so I'll try to put this on the hard drive. I actually need to go on this one because this is, this is Wednesday's episode. <laughs> For this week? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so it's a quick turnaround on this one, but I think it'll be okay. I think we'll it, – it's going to be a little rough, but I think – so I'll, I'll trim it. I'll trim it today and tomorrow, and then maybe we can process it at school. So you can show me your magic. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, have a great day. You too.